Hello and welcome to the Pod Sound School podcast, the podcast that aims to help you improve your podcast and get into the lifestyle and struggles of podcasters. This is your host, Veronica, and here with me is my sidekick, Pain on the Ribs, <gasps> Studio Steve. Hey, everyone. I am the social media, branding, and content strategies for the Pod Sound School. And I'm the producer and the creative director, and we're here to teach you all the skills and show you all the tools, hopefully, that will help you to make a podcast people will go crazy about. Today, we're going to be talking about podcast reviews. Yes, this is a crazy subject, one that we're all kind of obsessed about. Maybe less obsessed as we are over download numbers, but <laughs> It's yes. downloads and reviews. Downloads and then reviews. <laughs> and there's these questions that are constantly being asked, mm -hmm. which is, why is it so hard to get people to leave a review for my podcast? Or... I have an audience, I see downloads, but sometimes I feel like I'm podcasting for myself. You want to see more engagement, more reviews, more interaction from your audience? Yes, yeah, so we get these questions all the time. So Veronica actually reached out into our community on Facebook and to some other Facebook communities and interacted and got a lot of feedback on this. from A other, lot of feedback, yes. Yeah, from other podcasters as far as tips and tricks they do. But then also there was this question that we're going to cover first, which is, Do reviews help you to rank on Apple Podcasts, specifically on Apple Podcasts? And, and what's the consensus there? Before we get into the episode, and since we're talking about reviews, mm -hmm. guess what I'm going to ask? Please, <laughs> please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and leave a five-star review because we don't take four stars. We don't take four stars. <laughs> no. If you're going to leave a four-star review, don't do it. <laughs> What, you know, just don't. If, we only take five stars. We only take five stars. We, we don't accept the four star. And if you're new to podcasting, I want to invite you to our free podcast training for beginners. In this training, Studio Steve and I share our best strategies on how you can start building an audience even before launching your podcast so you can have listeners and fans from the start. Yes, and you'll find the link to that free training in this episode's description, or you can just go to podcastingsmart.com. Yeah, you don't want to miss out on this training. This training is super helpful. We've gotten a lot of good feedback. <laughs> you want to go watch it because I'm pretty sure we had Corona when we recorded yeah, the training. Yeah, I think we had one of the COVID the 19 <laughs> or the 20 but we were we were a little spacey in that mm -hmm. um and it wasn't a normal kind of space no why didn't we get tested it's not because we're irresponsible <laughs> it's because there was like three hours of a wait time you know we just we couldn't uh, it's easier now to get tested but yeah then, then it wasn't but the training is still really really good yes if so go check I mean, it out man if we could do that under the influence of rona <laughs> think about what we could do if we were actually healthy Yeah, and so let's talk about podcast reviews. So our opinion, and this is the reason why I went to the Facebook communities of podcasters to ask questions about reviews and ask for their opinion, because in my opinion, podcasters should put their energy and time into things besides obsessing over accumulating reviews, like nurturing and connecting with their audiences, implementing an email marketing strategy to have that direct communication with their listeners, and also using social media to communicate with their audience and to interact with their audience. I think those things are more important than having reviews on your podcast. But what do you think? Do you think that reviews affect how you rank on Apple Podcasts? What is your opinion? Because, and then I tell you what I found out. Okay. I think that in our own sort of just experiments with it, mm -hmm. uh, when we have been looking around the podcast players incessantly, you know, for what we do, and then also with our own podcast and our clients' podcast, they don't really seem to have a correlation with whether you rank 
on Apple Podcasts or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so that's what I found out. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's a consensus that podcast reviews and ratings don't really help you to rank higher on Apple Podcasts. The thing that helps you to rank higher is subscribers mm-hmm. and downloads. Yeah, it's the subscribe button. The subscribe I think button. Specifically on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that when I was interviewing James Cridland uh, from Pod News, mm-hmm. that's what he said is that it's that subscribe button. So if the, in a short period of time, there's mm-hmm. people who, a lot of people subscribe to your podcast, you'll go up higher on the list. Yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned him because in one of the Facebook groups I posted this question to, he was very vocal. Oh, about, about it? Oh, about cool. It. Yeah, and I'm going to read his his opinion about reviews. Oh, okay. Later today. Later in this episode? Later in this episode. So let's talk about the negative side or the not so positive side of reviews. Yeah, and of Apple Podcasts specifically again. Of Apple again. Podcasts specifically. And again. I think the first one is that they are anonymous. They are totally anonymous. They're hard to remove. <laughs> and you can't reply to them. Yes. Uh-huh. You yeah. Sh- you know, versus YouTube where you can hide it from your channel or you can just delete the comment or you mm-hmm. can reply to it and yeah. even get more engagement. Sometimes you can turn your negative reviewers into your biggest mm-hmm. fans. Mm-hmm. You can't do that on Apple. So and it's kind of a bummer because you get a hater. If you get a hater out there, then they can review your podcast. They can leave a review that is not very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you it's not very easy to remove and you don't have a way to reply to that. Yeah. And also it's anonymous. You can't find the person to be like, hey, well, mm-hmm. why did you say this? Or And it's just so crazy the way our human mind works. It reminds me of that Pat Flynn uh reel that he made yeah. recently <laughs> on his Instagram. And if, My you gosh, have... if you guys are not watching Pat Flynn's reels, I think I think you're they're, missing out. Yeah. They're, they're so fun. They're so funny, but in this reel, you know, it's like you don't even pay attention to the hundred great reviews mm-hmm. you get. And then you get one bad review and it like it's your whole <laughs> You're week. obsessing over yes. it. And that was our, we had that experience as well too. Um, I did specifically. We had a really bad review and I mm-hmm. obsessed over it. And I was actually able to find the person <laughs> because their tag or their name that was listed on Apple Podcast was also their it social media It just so happened tag. to be the social media handle. So mm-hmm. I went insane. And just started following that person and they did take their review down. (laughs) And I now feel very embarrassed by that. (laughs) Let's just make it clear. We're not talking about the reviews that give you feedback as far as, hey, I would like to see more of this. Uh Or I really like this podcast, but the, the audio is not so good. Like the constructive criticism and reviews that you can take those and apply to your content and make your content better. Mm-hmm. We're talking about those nasty reviews yeah. that really attack your character, that make fun of you, uh-huh. that you know that they're they're out for blood. Yeah. Those and we get those on our YouTube channel. We do. And I mean people criticizing my my accent. Your accent. They the, hate me. Your your rate of speech. <laughs> I've been called dumb. Oh yeah. You dumb actually yeah. was one of them. Just, so those those, those are worthy to be removed. Yeah. And those people, if they keep doing that, then you can block them. You block them from your channel. From your channel. Uh-huh. You cannot do that on Apple Podcasts. You can't. And the way that you can is to actually contact. So if you do have an, a nasty review, you can contact Apple and they're usually pretty good to get it taken off for you, but it takes some time. Contact Apple mm-hmm. um, and they'll yeah. take it off for you. And then the other thing is that if you if you give shout outs on your episodes, uh-huh. uh, you know, some podcasters, they like to choose reviews from their listeners and give shout outs. Well, sometimes it's like Pickle 21. Thank uh-huh. you for your review. Like, thanks, okay, Pickle 21. Yeah, thanks, Pickle 21. Well, who's Pickle 21? It's not really ideal for engagement. 
However, that is a really good strategy, though, if you want to get more reviews. Uh, mm -hmm. That works really well for a lot of podcasters, and that's one of the tips that we're going to talk mm -hmm. about. Yeah, so now let's talk about the positive side of accumulating reviews. Yeah. And that is, they look good. They look good. They look really good on your podcast. Yes. Uh, let's say that you're browsing, you're, you're trying to find a new podcast to listen to, and then you come across a podcast that you want, well, I, I want to give this a shot. And then uh -huh. you see the reviews and then it has hundreds of reviews or thousands and mm -hmm. they're all five-star reviews. It just gives you the sense that you're missing out on something mainstream, on something really good. Yeah. So that for those first-time listeners, may be an incentive to listen to the podcast mm -hmm. and to subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. So that's a positive side of having a lot of reviews. Yeah, having a lot of reviews or a good handful of reviews. Mm -hmm. But that's also, again, kind of goes back to the negative side. If you have negative reviews because people were just kind of hate on you, hate on you, that, <laughs> that might actually keep people from checking you out. A podcast is a commitment, even if it's just that 20 minute drive mm -hmm. or that little bit of that 15 minutes you get to, to yourself, clean the house or whatever it is that you're doing. It's a commitment to choose what you're going to listen to. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, the reviews can really push people one way or the other. Yeah. The other positive side is that it's a great source of feedback and ideas. Mm -hmm. As I was saying, those reviews that tell you, hey, I really like your podcast, but there are certain things that you can improve or mm -hmm. the music was too loud mm -hmm. or the content is just not engaging enough. It sounds like you're just podcasting for yourself, but you have an audience. So, you know, mm -hmm. change certain things that those reviews, they may hurt because they all hurt. They all hurt. But those are things that you can take uh, with a grain of salt uh -huh. and apply apply it to the next episode. Or yeah, or just improve. Gr gradually improve. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes the ones that really sting are maybe the ones that you really should look at. From my own experience, a podcast I did, the first person said, I don't like the music or the music's too loud. Or, mm -hmm. And then about 10 other people started complaining about the music, which was music that I composed. So know, it was close that. to my heart. But really, now that I look at it, it, it was probably mm -hmm. a little too loud. Maybe it lasted a little too long in spots. And it probably would have made a better podcast for more people if I took that feedback and crafted a, you know, a yeah. better experience for the listeners. Yeah, there's yeah. this video I, I, I have. What is an RSS feed? Uh -huh. And there's a lot of people complaining. Oh, she's so slow. And they get all impatient because it's true. It is true. You were very <laughs> I, slow in I that video. I was very slow in uh -huh. that video. So I took that and now I speak faster and I get to the point faster. Yeah, way faster. Did it hurt? Yeah. Uh -huh. It did. It still kind of hurts a little <laughs> bit. And they still keep coming in and saying it. But then right after that, there's another review that comes in and says, thank you so much. This was so helpful. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Yeah. So another question is, should we be asking people, our audience to review our podcast on every single episode? Or how how do we go about doing that? And I think in my opinion, now that we are starting a new year, you should write down your podcast goals for next year and to plan what you're going to do next year. For example, the first quarter of next year can be all about gathering reviews. Mm -hmm. And for that, you're going to have your call to actions. You're going to have your promotional materials that you're going to post on your social media. And the first quarter is going to be only 
about reviews, reviews and engagement and, and engagement yeah. and gathering those nice reviews that will stay there. Yeah. And then maybe for the second quarter, it's going to be something totally different. Maybe like then it's build your email marketing. Build your out. email marketing. Yeah. Now that you have those reviews, then now you can go and contact sponsors because sponsors like like those reviews too. Yeah. Uh, and then the third quarter can be all about promoting your, your product or promoting your services. Or product development or if product you don't have a product yet. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So I think this is important because we don't want to overwhelm our audience with too many call to actions. Yeah, I agree with that. I think one call to action in every piece of content we in do every piece of content. is a good method. Or you may, you know, spend 30 seconds promoting your product, promoting your service. And then at the end, and if you like this episode, just make sure that you subscribe to just quick and not putting too much emphasis on reviews because that quarter is for you to promote your products and services. Yeah. Uh -huh. So that's why it's important to have those goals set for, you know, the beginning of the year mm -hmm. or when you start podcasting, even if it's the middle of the year. It's yeah. like, okay, next two months, I'm going to focus on gathering those reviews. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. Now we've kind of covered some of the our thoughts and our, our, thoughts. our opinions yes. and kind of are reviews even worth it and aren't they worth it? And now that we've covered that, mm -hmm. um, now let's just get into three things really that you can do that Veronica picked up from the Facebook communities. Little tips and tricks you can do to actually encourage more engagement and more reviews. Number one. one, 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 one. Add a call to action to your episodes. On social media. This is the, the majority of their responses were, okay, well, just ask on your episodes. Uh -huh. Add a little call to action, directing people to review your podcast. Uh -huh. And I was thinking about like how you can make it more effective. Because how effective it is, uh, let's say you're driving and you're listening to the podcast or you're mm -hmm. exercising, you're uh, going for your morning walk with your dog. Mm -hmm. How often do you stop to write a review? And what, what do you write? Like, yeah, not yeah. very often, right? You don't want to stop what you're doing or enjoying the episode. And then when the episode is done, it's like you just have to like get to work or do something else. Yeah. So in my opinion, to make this call to actions more effective, they should have a complementary exposure somewhere else. Uh -huh. And in my opinion, it should be something that you should remind people on social media uh -huh. all the time. Because you're, when you're scrolling on social media, you have that in the back of your mind that your favorite host asked you to leave a review, but you didn't have time. And then you go to your social media and there maybe there's an instructional video, a little screenshot that you took from your phone showing people how to review your podcast. And you're like, okay, now I have the, I'm in my lunch break uh -huh. or I'm here in bed getting ready to go to sleep and I'm just going to do it very quick. Yeah, because they caught it on social media. Yeah, so I think mm -hmm. having this call to action only in your podcast episodes and not on your social media, I don't think that works. I think that's really cool, especially if you couple that uh, with what you mentioned earlier too, setting aside like a quarter of a time or mm -hmm. just certain weeks or certain days in your content planning schedule where it's, this is going to all be about reviews. Mm -hmm. And that's a really cool time because then those podcast episodes people are listening to during that quarter, your call to action, you're just constantly talking about reviews. Mm -hmm. And same with your social media, you're uh, showing clips or you're uh, resharing posts or you're shouting people out on social media, you're sharing your great reviews. You're hopping on and thanking them on your stories, you know, all of that stuff. Yes. Uh -huh. So that takes us to number two. Number two. 
ask people directly to review your podcast. This is a very fun way to interact with your audience and get reviews. And this is just where you send them direct messages directly. Yeah. And we got this idea from Pat Flynn. Right? Yeah. Pat Flynn again, talking about him. Mm -hmm. uh, he has a YouTube video about this. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's one of my favorite ideas of his. You can run a poll on Instagram or you can just ask who here listens to my podcast or who has listened to my podcast. Mm -hmm. And anyone who presses yes, you can see those people on your Instagram. So then you just personally send them either an audio message or a video message if you can that says, hey, Cindy, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it means so much to me that you've listened to my podcast. Actually, if you wouldn't mind, it would really help me a lot to leave a review, you know, and explain to them why reviews help you. Mm -hmm. That is just very effective. Very effective. That's uh -huh. the beauty of Instagram. Instagram has so many tools for you to interact with your with your listeners, with your followers. Mm -hmm. You can hop on Instagram stories, like you said, and you can ask people like, hey, who who has listened to my podcast? I just want to get to know you better because mm -hmm. you're part of my audience. And then you reply with with a video or you reply with a, with an audio message. Yeah, that is I, we've done that in the past. And people uh -huh. are like, oh, my gosh, I feel like. And you know, or like when it gets done to you, it's amazing. It's amazing, yeah. Uh, but somebody really, took the time uh -huh, and to the, record this piece of audio or video to thank you. Yeah, and the other thing that you do there is you build the no like trust, mm -hmm. and you just it's like wow, the, those people are approachable. They're real. You know, it's not just this person that's behind. Mm -hmm the glass of some other dimension of where creators live, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, because mm -hmm. we want to be acknowledged. We want to we be want acknowledged. To, we want to be seen. We want to be seen. Just uh, imagine if your favorite podcast host reaches out to you and says, hey, thank you. Thank you mm -hmm. for your support. And would you would you leave a review for my podcast? I can guarantee yeah. you. I would do it right then. I would do it right then. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on to number three. Number three is review spotlights and tangible incentives. Yes. So this is basically where you are going to spotlight people who give you a review. Mm -hmm. That's really fun to do on your episode. And then you can also do it on social media as well. Yeah. And I got this idea from your Such a Catch podcast. If you mm -hmm. are not following Erin and your Such a Catch podcast, I think you should on Instagram. One of her latest posts was she was highlighting a review that somebody left on Apple Podcasts. So it blends in with her brand. With her brand colors. Very her, cute. It was uh -huh. very cute. And I can only imagine like her listener, how she or he felt when they saw the review. They're like, oh, that's my review. Uh -huh, that's uh -huh. my review. Mm -hmm. So that this is a good way to highlight or to give the spotlight to your listeners when they take the time to leave reviews is to Use your social media for this. Uh-huh. And it goes back to that same thing that we all like to be seen mm -hmm. and be heard and be a part of things. And then a lot of times you can take those people and learn who they are and, and really, you know, nourish really great relationships with them. And they become your super fans. Mm -hmm. um, and those will be people who are with you for the rest of your career. And it's just amazing, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, the other thing is you can also offer giveaways. As part of your campaign, and besides asking people directly, then uh -huh. you can give incentives like giveaways, raffles, or discounts to your services and products. Somebody says in one of the Facebook groups that they um, every month they choose somebody to give a hundred percent off like their product for free uh -huh. for that person who who leaves a review, left a review, kind of a left raffle, a review, kind of a sort of, raffle, yeah. So that's a very good incentive. Yeah. And then, yeah. And discounts, prizes. Mm -hmm. Also, you can do Amazon gift cards. Uh -huh. 
Also, I think it's a cool idea to try to, a lot of podcasters, we get excited and we make merch for our show, mm -hmm. even though we're not going to really sell any of it. So just give that stuff away. You know, mm -hmm. if you have some merch, like uh, don't try to make money for it. If you have a box full of t-shirts or stickers, just find a way to send that to people who give you a review mm -hmm. as well. And lastly, and this one is coming from us because we love you. Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of you out there that think that, okay, well, my podcast is, is good quality. And I don't need to ask people to leave a review because if my podcast is good quality, it's kind of like implied people will take the time and leave a review. Mm -hmm. And we used to think this about our videos too. Like mm -hmm. we were like making such good videos that why people are not leaving reviews or is implied we don't have to ask. Yeah. Like don't think that you don't have to ask. Yeah. Like sometimes people need to hear from you. They want to support you. They're there for you, but they they don't know how to help you. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to support your podcast. So it's a good idea to tell them how and to tell them why. Yeah. Why is it so important for them to support your cost, to support your your podcast? Yeah. Uh -huh. And and just and tell them how. Mm -hmm. Because you do bring joy, information, mm -hmm. education to their lives, and they do want to help and support you. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a really easy. They do, way for and them I can guarantee it. you mm -hmm. that you have a handful of you have your super fans. Yeah, you do. Um, and they're there, and uh, give them a way to support you, facilitate mm -hmm. for that to happen. Yeah. And then let's just finish off with these two uh, responses we got from some really fun podcasting yeah, so personalities. I know. I was very happy when I posted this uh, question. I think it was Podcast Movement, mm -hmm. Facebook group, and then uh, Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast, and then James Critland too, responded to my question. question about... what, what was the question? So... The question was about reviews. Like, and if they make a difference. Are they effective? And, uh -huh. yeah. Do they make a difference? And do they make you rank higher uh -huh. on Apple Podcasts? Uh, so this is what Daniel said. He said, I think that they make a difference and help you know, engage, and grow your audience, but not passively. In other words, ratings and reviews generally don't affect ranking, certainly in Apple Podcasts. But ratings and especially reviews are tools you can use proactively for marketing, approaching sponsors, helping you improve your podcast, turning your casual listeners into super fans, and more. That's why I made my podcast reviews focus most on helping you do something with your ratings and reviews. Yeah. And actually, in that last part, you said that what he means by that is that's why I made my podcast reviews, mm -hmm. which is a website that he created. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. And you should definitely go check that out. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, and it help, It focuses on helping you do something with your reviews. I also believe that it shows you reviews from other countries uh, that you don't get to see on your oh, countries. Oh, I didn't know that he was the one behind my yeah, podcast reviews. Yeah, my podcast reviews. Yep, that's his website. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's just a coding genius, you know. He, just he does is. All these he's things. a genius. Uh -huh. um, then the other one was James Cridland. Um, mm -hmm. I could read this one from Pod <laughs> he, News. He's, yeah, he's very controversial. Uh -huh. Yeah, he said, reviews are toxic, unpleasant, and discouraging. <laughs> and more to the point, since Apple Podcast is responsible for less than half of podcast downloads out there, they're not even visible to the majority of podcast listeners. Ratings and reviews are also, according to Apple themselves, nothing to do with the Apple Podcast charts. My sincere suggestion is to spend your time worrying about how to make your podcast better, not chasing ratings and reviews. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. 
I, I like it too. I think they're both on the same page as far as they, they don't really make a difference on Apple Podcasts, but you can use them to do other things. You can use them for engagement. You can mm -hmm. use them to improve your show. To improve your show. Yeah. And there's a lot of things you can do with your reviews. So mm -hmm. hopefully you found this episode really helpful. Hopefully this gives you some clarity, maybe makes you feel better about not really having that many reviews. Mm -hmm. We're all about finding ways to podcast smarter, not harder. There's only so many hours in the day and there's only mm -hmm. so many hours you have to put toward your podcast and the and your marketing efforts for your podcast. Maybe reviews aren't worth your efforts. Mm -hmm. If they if they are, maybe it's something like I love Veronica's suggestion of just putting it into like a couple weeks time or the first quarter mm -hmm. um, so that you don't get obsessed with it. Yeah. So this is the perfect time. I don't know when uh, this episode is going to air, but uh -huh. it'll probably come out at the end of December. Before so. the end of December yeah. or if uh -huh. it comes out at uh, the beginning of the year, this is the perfect time to sit down and write down your podcast goals and how you're going to achieve them. Yeah. Okay. And with that, we said hasta luego. Yes. Hasta luego and happy casting. Bye-bye. And there you have it, Podski. What did you think of this episode? Slide into our DMs and let us know. We make this show for you, and we'll love to learn your feedback. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at PodSoundSchool. Make sure you share a screenshot of this episode and tag us so we can give you some love on the Instas. Yeah, and if you're interested in our feedback, we do pod audits most Thursdays live in our Facebook community, Podcasting for Bosses. These are 30-minute coaching sessions where we dissect your podcast, your social media, and your content. You'll find the sign-up sheet inside the group, podsoundschool.com slash community. And until next time, happy, happy casting, casting, amigos! <laughs>